It's now time for your Monday edition of Montana at Noon. Let's start things off with a look at that weather command forecast. The rest of today, breezy, mostly cloudy, patchy blowing snow through the day. Highs 30 to 35, northwest winds 15 to 25 miles per hour. Tonight, colder, mostly cloudy, patchy fog after midnight. Lows around 10, northwest winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tuesday, mostly cloudy, patchy fog in the morning. Highs 25 to 30, southwest winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tuesday night, breezy, mostly cloudy, Lows around 15, west winds 10 to 15 miles per hour, shifting to the northwest 15 to 25 miles per hour after midnight. Wednesday, cloudy, a 20% chance of snow in the afternoon. Patchy blowing snow in the afternoon. Highs around 30, northwest winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. Wednesday night, breezy, colder, mostly cloudy with a 50% chance of snow. Patchy blowing snow, lows around zero. Thursday and Thursday night, colder, mostly cloudy. Highs around 10 above, lows around 5 below. Friday, through Saturday. Partly cloudy, highs 20 to 25, lows around zero. Saturday night and Sunday, partly cloudy, lows 5 to 10, highs around 25. Coming up on Montana at Noon, Bear Paw Fire, a volunteer fire department, has recently raised enough money to construct a fire hall building. And a Montana state professor is revolutionizing the way her students think about math. Let's take a look at some news. Bear Paw Fire, a volunteer fire department, has recently raised enough money to construct a fire hall building. Fire Chief Josh Beebe explains why the building is so essential. We're a lot better off in response times, and it has helped also with kind of just making more of a family-type environment with everybody. We have a fire hall, home to go to. Some extra electrical, concrete, and heating work is needed for the fire hall. So, on Saturday, the department hosted an event to help raise the funds to complete the project. Chief Beebe is optimistic about the future of the department. And, when asked about the success of the event, this was his response. We'd like to give a special thanks out to Bob Malder. He donated the pig, cooked it, in memory of his nephew, who was a great person in this community by the name of John Malder. So the, the dinner tonight is in memory of him. And then we have the Cloud Underband playing music for us tonight. And then all the local businesses that had donated stuff for the silent auction items. A new USDA online farm loan application tool is available to help producers more easily understand and complete the application process. Rod Bain has the details. A new loan application tool is available for farmers and ranchers as they apply for USDA farm loans. Farm Service Agency Administrator Zach Ducheneau says development of the tool is the first step in efforts to improve access to USDA programs and services while simplifying the application process. The farm loan team is already working to streamline our loan application to have it look a lot more like a financial document and a lot less like a packet of paper that has a bunch of legalese or jargon on it. The tool is also designed to counter a high rate of incomplete or withdrawn loan applications, particularly within underserved populations due to the complex application process. The loan assistance tool is available online at farmers.gov farm-load-assistance-tool. While reports are finding that larger turkeys will be in scarce supply this Thanksgiving, the good news is that cranberries will be abundant. Rod Bain from the U.S. Department of Agriculture has the details. One product that should be in much supply this year 
is crabberries. Cranberry production expected to be up this season, looking at about a 5.2% increase. Lance Honig of the National Agricultural Statistics Service says the production boost stems from the nation's two largest cranberry-producing states. Wisconsin and Massachusetts producing the vast majority combined of that crop. We're seeing increases from last year in both of those states. With Wisconsin cranberry production up 3% year-over-year and Massachusetts up 11% from the previous year. In both states, warm, growing weather in the summer was beneficial to crop development. Honig adds, In fact, as we look across the country, we're actually seeing increases in all producing states this year. A strange Montana land management situation is being reconsidered. According to the Forest Service news release, the Crazy Mountains checkerboard ownership pattern of private and public lands has contributed to over a century of complicated management situations and problematic access issues for all users. Now, a new project proposes to exchange 10 parcels of national forest land for 11 parcels owned by six private landowners. The Forest Service is hosting public meetings in Bozeman on November 15th. 15th and in Big Timber on November 16th to discuss the proposed changes and address questions. The meeting in Bozeman will be held at 1794 East Baxter Lane and the Big Timber meeting will be held at 501 Anderson Street. Both will be from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Yellowstone National Park's Mammoth Hot Springs Hotel will remain closed for the winter season. The hotel closed immediately after the historic June flood because of damage to the area's wastewater system. However, the hotel gift shop, coffee and beverage service, lobby and ski shop will be open, and regularly scheduled tours and snow coach service will be available throughout the park. Applications for a program geared to develop leaders in the agricultural field are now open, with four spots open from the Montana Farmers Union. The Farmers Union Enterprises Leadership Program is intended to empower future leaders in the Farmers Union. Each year, four members from each state are selected to represent their organization in the program. The group receives hands-on experience to enhance their knowledge of cooperatives and the roles that farmers unions play, as well as other important life skills. The Montana Farmers Union President Walter Schweitzer said after completing the program, Now I realize that there is an importance to growing more food locally and processing more of our food locally so that it can be eaten by our neighbors. A Montana state professor is revolutionizing the way her students think about math. For her work and research, Megan Wickstrom, associate professor in the Department of Mathematical Sciences, has received the 2023 Early Career Award from the Association of Mathematics Teacher Educators. Wickstrom uses a process called modeling, in which she is able to show students how to use math to analyze, make predictions, and provide insight to real-world phenomena. Wickstrom says students become more enthusiastic about using math mathematical concepts when they realize the skills they are learning can help solve problems important to them. Here are your wheat prices for today, Monday, November 14th. For Hill County, winter wheat is selling for $8.70 per bushel, while spring wheat is selling for $8.65 per bushel. For Blaine County, winter wheat is selling for $8.60 per bushel, while spring wheat is selling for $8.60 per bushel. For Liberty County, Winter wheat is selling for $8.75 per bushel, while spring wheat is selling for $8.65 per bushel. For Shoto County, winter wheat is selling for $8.70 per bushel.
$0.05 per bushel, while spring wheat is selling for $8.65 per bushel. And for Phillips County, winter wheat is selling for $8.55 per bushel, while spring wheat is selling for $8.55 per bushel. Let's take a look at funeral notices. Lane Norman Caparud, 71, of Guildford, passed away unexpectedly on October 28, 2022. His family, friends, and community are shocked and deeply saddened by his passing. The family would like to invite all who loved Lane to his gravesite service at the Hingham Cemetery at 11 a.m. on November 21st, followed by the memorial service at the Haver Lutheran Church at 2 p.m. Those who wish to send flowers or other acts of kindness, please direct those to the First Lutheran Church in in Haver. If you cannot attend but wish to share a story about Lene, please send a note to P.O. Box 192, Guildford, Montana 59525. Eugene A. Jean Meldrum, 88 passed away due to natural causes at Northern Montana Care Center on Wednesday, November 9th, 2022. Cremation has taken place and memorial services will be held at 11 a.m. on Wednesday, November 30th, 2022 at Fifth Avenue Christian Church. Burial will take place in the Joplin Cemetery next spring. Please visit Gene's online memorial page to send a card or leave a message of condolence for his family at www.hollandbonine.com. Now, let's get a final recap of that weather command forecast. Rest of today, breezy, mostly cloudy, patchy blowing snow through the day. Highs 30 to 35, northwest winds 15 to 25 miles per hour. Tonight, colder, mostly cloudy, patchy fog after midnight. Lows around 10, northwest winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tuesday, mostly cloudy, patchy fog in the morning. Highs 25 to 30, southwest winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tuesday night, breezy, mostly cloudy, lows around 15, west winds 10 to 15 miles per hour, shifting to the north west 15 to 25 miles per hour after midnight. Wednesday, cloudy, a 20% chance of snow in the afternoon. Patchy blowing snow in the afternoon. Highs around 30, northwest winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. Wednesday night, breezy, colder, mostly cloudy with a 50% chance of snow. Patchy blowing snow, lows around zero. Thursday and Thursday night, colder, mostly cloudy. Highs around 10 above, lows around 5 below. Friday through Saturday, partly cloudy. Highs 20 to 25, lows around zero. Saturday night and Sunday, partly cloudy, lows 5 to 10, highs around 25. And that does it for your Monday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Eric Gray. Thanks for listening and remember that seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. I hope you all have a great rest of your Monday and I'll see you here next time for Montana at Noon.